This is the S and S podcast. I'm your host, RP3. Today, as you join in, we are going to talk about the Vatican and irregular situations. Also, a video clip that I'd like to go over of an old entertainment sensation by the name of Tila Tequila. And that she admits that, uh, or she claims that Jesus is the beast, which I highly disagree with. And that is blasphemous for her to say. And uh, we're also going to talk about some things going down at the border and the concerns we have or should have as a nation and how this is going to affect us. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Here's our intro, RP3. Okay, so we're going to dive right in. So this article comes from the uh, Washington Post, and it is titled, Vatican Says Yes to Blessings of Same-Sex Unions. Now, as you know, this is a, a channel that we talk about the faith, expose the truth, and we talk about things going on in our society. So jumping right in. The Vatican Monday issued its most definitive permission yet for Catholic priests to bless same-sex couples as long as those benedictions are kept separate from marriage. A decree that fully reserves a 22 or sorry, a decree that fully reverses a 2021 ruling and that many deepen division over the open door papacy of Pope Francis. I'm sorry. And that may deepen division (laughs) over the open door papacy of Pope Francis. I'm going to read a little more, and I'm going to get to really the meat and potatoes of why I want to talk about this. The ruling by the powerful, the castery, say that right? The castery of the doctrine of the faith expands on a, far, on a far briefer statement of support for such blessings issued by Francis in September in response to questions raised by conservative, conservative clerics. The document on Monday described as likely to be most comprehensive or the most comprehensive on the issue to to emerge from the Vatican on the question repeats the assertion that such blessings should not suggest even the trappings of sacramental marriage, including traditional wedding vestments. But it explicitly, explicitly gives permission to ordained ministers to conduct such blessings asking them to use their own prudent and fatherly discernment to decide when, go- when doing so is appropriate. Now, this is where I have an issue. It says, couples in irregular situations. What is an irregular situation? Obviously, here admitting that something is not uh, regular, not the norm. But couples in irregular situations, as well as couples of the same sex, may receive priestly blessings, the Vatican said, so that these human relationships may mature and grow in fidelity to the gospel. Now, here, again, is where my issue arises. When we look up the word fidelity, okay, that means faithful, faithfulness to a person, cause, or belief, demonstrated by conducting loyalty and support. So if we reread that, the end, okay, the Vatican said, so, the, so that these human relationships may mature and grow in faithfulness, to the gospel, in cause to the gospel, in belief to the gospel, or being demonstrated 
by continuing loyalty and support to the gospel? No, that's false, okay? And I'm sorry, but it is not correct. The gospel strictly says that a man shall not lay with a man and a woman shall not lay with a woman, okay? That is an abomination before the Lord. So we're not speaking of fidelity to the gospel. We're speaking, of, in, honestly, in contrary, in, in, in complete disrespect and disregard to the gospel because this irregular situations is what got Sodom and Gomorrah burned to, burned to the ground, okay? It's what got Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt for looking back at something she, that she, uh, she, she shouldn't have, that he said, he said, do not look back. Do not even think about it. Do not look back. And if you do, I will turn you into a pillar of salt. And that is what happened. So these irregular situations that are supposed to be infidelity to the gospel is not infidelity to the gospel. It is actually in contradiction to the gospel because the good Lord does not condone this. He made man and woman, the woman to be the helpmate to the man, the man to be the leader of the home. Okay. There's nothing leading. There's no leading, nothing leading. There's nothing that we can, we can tie these irregular situations with to the gospel. There's nothing that speaks about the gospel in an irregular situation, as they say, okay? I truly think, you know, I don't, I don't personally like the fact that the Pope has the key, per se, the keys to the gospel, okay, or the keys to the faith, because a lot of, a lot of things that go down, goes down there is in, in the contradiction to the gospel. It's in contradiction to what our Father has told us. And I truly believe that there has to come a time and place where this power is stripped from the Vatican, this religious power. You have to understand how many world religious leaders meet with the Pope. And a lot of what goes down in their societies, as far as rulings or laws, they come from up top from the Pope in the sense of what the Pope thinks, what he will bless. And it's it's kind of, I guess, say dissatisfying that we rely on one person to kind of shape our belief. So our belief in the Father does not condone irregular situations. He will never bless an irregular situation. As a matter of fact, as stated before in Sodom and Gomorrah, he destroyed those in a regular situation. Well, they were sodomizing each other. There was an influx. There was this, these twin cities were full of abominations before the Lord. But yet we have the Vatican saying a priest can bless or ordained ministers can bless or conduct such blessings using their own prudent and fatherly discernment. That's another thing, fatherly. Look, I don't know much, much about, you know, the Catholic faith, but I do have a brief, you know, knowledge per se on them on the on them sorry not them on the catholic faith and this isn't to all catholics because there are some catholics who truly believe in the word of god 
There are some that actually read the that read the Bible themselves and actually have an understanding of the gospel. But there is a lot or there are a lot of Catholics who don't truly know the word. For an instance, uh, you know, I've I, I, I've heard that some believe that Mary's still alive, that she was possibly resurrected. Some pray to Mary, which is complete, I say blasphemy, but borderline blasphemy, maybe. Uh, we're not to pray to Mary, to the dead, you know. And now I assume Mary is in heaven, and we will all meet her one day, and that would be a great thing. But she is not the center of our worship. She is not the center of our faith. Christ, the Messiah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Jesus, the Christ, is the center of our faith. He came and shed his blood for our sins, that we may have everlasting and eternal life with him, with the Father, when we move on from this, this, this life. So, you know, I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to go too deep into, into this, but uh, I just really wanted to, to briefly speak about this because, this is something that needs to be fought against. You know, this is bringing and ushering in more disbelief into the faith. It's diminishing the faith. It is going against the faith. There's no room for irregular situations in the faith. And if you are a person in an irregular situation or a person that is struggling with the, the love and lust and like of someone of the same sex, then that is something you truly need to pray about. You need to repent of it, first of all. Turn away from it. Seek God. Seek the truth. Read your word and pray about it. Do not entertain the lust of the flesh. People will say, and people still to this day fight and tooth and nail and say, oh, we're born this way. I truly disagree with that because the father does not make mistakes we're the only race of beings that 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 do this that believe this look at the animal kingdom look at the lion right the lion this this nice i gotta say really quick um for those of you who are just listening to this podcast i got a really really nice picture or uh how would you call it a painting? It's like a can, not a canvas. Anywho, a picture or a painting of a lion and a lamb. Man, it, and and then there's like a cross with the opacity in the middle of it. I got it from uh, got it from Home Goods. That's like my new favorite store. They have so many things of the faith. We picked up some a biblical book for the children. There's a there's a series that uh, they used to watch on YouTube called Beginner's Bible. And they actually have a book for it now. So that's something I'm really excited about. I just wanted to bring that up because that is really cool. If you, um, I wish you guys listening could see it, but it's a picture of a lion and a lamb. And um, it ties to what we're talking about. The lion, the, the lion of Judah, okay, the lamb of God does not condone this. He will never condone in a regular situation. He will never bless in a regular situation. And if you do not repent, if you do not come to him, with all of your worries, all of your concerns, all of your all of your troubles, then I'm sorry, but you will be cast into eternal darkness, eternal separation from the Most High God, 
Yahweh. You won't be in everlasting life with him. You will be in eternal separation. You'll be cast into the lake of fire. So that's that. Now, moving on. We've got a video here. It's about a four-minute video. We're going to listen to this woman here. Again, former internet sensation. Used to have a TV show, Tila Tequila. And the thing she says, and we're going to discuss that briefly. Hey, guys, so now we're, uh, we're all just confessing everything since it's the end now, and everyone's watching me, and I don't have to hide anything anymore because everything done in darkness will... And I do have to... Uh, I do have to pause briefly here and there because if we don't want to get any copyright infringements or anything like that. So just bear with me. But it's very interesting what she says, and it's very disturbing. But it's to, sh to point at the fact that there are such things as, de as demons. There are people are and are infested with this. We have to remember the, the word says, you know, heaven's not going to be as full as we think it is, there's a narrow path and there's a wide path. And narrow is the path that very few will find and take. But wide is the path that leads to destruction. And many people are on that path of destruction due to pride, due to rejection of God. I think, and I think personally, I think pride is the biggest one. The Bible says pride comes before destruction. And so many people are too prideful in themselves and believe in themselves so much that they can do anything they want. That they allow this confusion, they allow this mindset to take over them instead of relinquishing fully to, to the power and to the mercy of God, relinquishing everything to them. Now, this is what happens when you're full of pride and you allow these demons to creep into your life. And I'm going to go out and on the limb and say she's not saved. I did a previous video um, about these so-called, you know, people who who claim Christians can have demons. You cannot. And I want to do it. I don't want to go too far into this. Okay. Into this, but, um, you cannot have a demon if you are saved. Okay. The light of God cannot coincide with darkness. It will not. Okay. So this person here, she is not saved, which is why she's going through the things she's going through. And I truly pray for her. I ask you guys to pray for her that she comes out of this darkness, that she gives her life to Christ, that she, so that she may be saved, that her, so that her soul is not lost. Because our days are numbered, and God is only going to give you so much time. He's only going to come to you and allow you to surrender to him so many times before he pulls that number. So here we go. To light. And so... Uh, <laughs> So as everyone was mocking me this morning and, and making fun of me because they're like, look at her fornicating with a dragon, you know, and, and, and I just. I now we have to remember as well. OK. The names of the enemy of the adversary. Satan, that old dragon. So these are things when you're in the spirit, these are things you can pick up on and things you realize. And the more you get in the, in the spirit, the more the spirit of God is in you, the more you will see how evil this world is and how many people are influenced by the enemy. I just didn't say anything because I wanted to, to protect his identity and I didn't care what people said because I, I love I love him. I love him 
And, uh, but before that, you know, because there was so much deception going on, because I was like, look, Jesus was posing, you know, as uh, this fallen agent was posing as Jesus and this and that. I'm so confused. Now you hear there, key word. She says, this fallen angel. You have to remember how many fell from heaven. Okay, there was a 33 and a third, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But there's about 33 and a third that fell from heaven with Satan when they went to war with God. Okay, when Satan fell, when he decided he wanted to war with God, he took 33 or 33 and a third of the angels with him. Something like that. Don't quote me. I'm so confused. So I said, listen, I want to know the truth. I want to know the truth, and I want to know who you are, and, and uh, no, I, I said, I want to know what you really look like, so show me your true self, and then he showed it to me, he showed himself to me, and he was a dragon, he was a dragon, and the God of Israel um, is actually a dragon, you know, when he's like, with the blast of the breath of my nostrils, you know, hiding under the shadow of his wings, and just all Yahweh is a dragon and I have it. OK, and that is blasphemy right there. I can I do not condemn her for that, but I condemn those words. OK, you have to remember that the Bible says that even Satan, even Lucifer makes himself to appear as an angel of light. She is in full fledged romance with a demon. She is in full fledged romance with the darkness of this world, with the evils of this world, its principles. The, uh, the 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 powers the the, the in, in high in, in high places. That's this is Ephesians I'm speaking of. I think it's Ephesians six. Don't quote me, but I think it's Ephesians six. For we war not against flesh and blood, okay, but against principalities and and rulers of high places. And this is exactly what she's involved in right now. Dragon tattoo on my back. Um, so. So anyways, I just, I just didn't care because I, I know, you know, uh, me and him, me sleeping, making love to a dragon is very against the law. It, it, it would definitely kill me and my whole family. You have to listen. And if you are in the spirit, you will be able to see, really, truly understand what she's saying. Most people, especially those that are not in the spirit, they will listen to this and think, oh, this woman's crazy. But you have to listen to what she just said. I know sleeping with a dragon is against the law, okay? Now, for one, I'm, I, I'm a believer as far as we're not under the law. We're not condemned by the law anymore because the law cannot be fulfilled by man, okay? It's not just the Ten Commandments. There are there's a ton of laws that, that cannot be fulfilled by man because we are imperfect. We are sinners, born sinners, okay? And Christ came to um, fulfill the law, okay? Not to condemn it, but he came to fulfill the law, not to condemn man. He came to fulfill the law because he's a perfect being. and He's the only one who perfectly, perfectly fulfilled the law. But man cannot do so. But you have to be in the spirit to understand what she's saying. Most people will hear this again and think, oh, this woman, she's just crazy. She's loony. She's on drugs. This is a spirit speaking through her, a demonic presence in her life. Okay. And she just stated, I know that sleeping with the dragon will, will kill me and my family. You have to be spiritually sound in order to, to understand what's going on in this world today. But I just didn't care. I just didn't care. I, I just, if I die, if I perish, I perish, okay? And so I did what I did, and uh, I, I, I didn't realize that. I'm just overwhelmed right now, guys. So 
So I didn't I didn't know you at the time anything. And never mind. There's just so much to say, but um Oh yeah, because he he kept saying, you know, I, I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'll understand. But but I, he showed me his real. Do you see? Listen, this is spiritual, okay? She's just saying something. I don't want the world to see me because I don't think they'll understand. Listen, Christ is coming back and every knee shall bow when they see him, okay? So why would Yahweh, why would Yeshua say to her, I don't want the world to see me because they don't understand. This is the enemy in her. And she has an influence. Maybe not as strong as she did when she was of popular opinion, per se, but she still has eyes. People are watching her. And people that are not saved are going to hear this, and they're going to be sucked into this demonic realm. They're going to be sucked into this falsehood, this, these lies. You have to, people, you have to wake up. You have to wake up as a dragon this beast and he was one you know but I, I I still loved him anyway and I took a big risk I broke the law and I I, I made love to him and uh, I'm just overwhelmed right now guys I'm sorry but 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 that's Jesus that's Jesus because at the last minute I remember him uh, sending me, uh, we, we were making love, and then he was kissing me, and then all of a sudden, um, then he he disappeared, and I, I didn't know what happened because I, I wasn't understanding yet. I, so I, I didn't, I just didn't, I, I just didn't know what was going on or if I was gonna get ready to die, um, but but then then he was gone, and. Um, But at that time, yeah, I, I didn't know it was, I, I didn't know it was, it was Jesus. I didn't know it was Jesus. Um, I just, but it's Jesus. Okay. And that it is not. She is in full-fledged relation with a strong demonic power, a strong entity that has her totally confused and believing lies. And the thing is why this is so concerning because she is spreading lies. Again, this woman has an influence. It might not be positive influence. It's like the old saying, uh, any publicity is, or what is it? You know, publicity, whether bad or good, is, is still publicity. People are talking and viewing and watching, something along those lines. Any publicity is good publicity. Any influence is still an influence. Okay, whether people are in favor of her or not or not she still has an influence and people are watching and listening to what she's saying okay and that's why this is so dangerous that's why this we have to pray for this woman we have to you have to pray as, as hard as you can that she truly comes to the light and that she is truly saved because if not she is gonna go and be and be cast out into eternal darkness along with anyone who goes along with this rhetoric and believes it. <laughs> it's Jesus. That the, the dragon that he's Jesus and when he comes back 
Jesus is not the dragon. Jesus is also, or Jesus is known as the Lion of Judah and the Lamb of God. Lion of Judah, Lamb of God. Lion of Judah, Lamb of God. He comes back. <laughs> when he comes back in his uh, true form, because I, I, I'm the one who just set him free. I'm the one who did all these things from. People, 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 please listen to me. Listen to what she's saying. She set Jesus free. Where is Jesus being held captive? Where is he being held hostage or in prison? He is not. This is a demonic force speaking through her. This isn't someone who's just crazy. And when are people, people going to wake up and realize that the word is the word? It's true. It's true. And when you truly come to Christ, when you give your life over, you will begin to see that the world is just a stage. You will begin to see that people are influenced by principalities and powers in higher places. You ever look at and hear a news clip like, how does someone, the old saying, what possessed him to do that or what possessed her to do that? It's not just a saying, guys. This is true. People become possessed by these unseen, unseen forces. And, and, it, and that's what we're at war with. I loved him, risking my life. Um, and I, I set him free from the lake of fire and I released him back to heaven to give him his beauty for ashes. And it's just, this is hard for me right now, guys. This is very, it's so, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't talk straight right now, but um, Yahweh is Jesus. And when he comes back, yeah. You guys, you guys better be ready because he's gonna make every every one of you who went who fought against me. You you will be bowing down before me because that 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 dragon that I slept with. You hear this? You will bow down before me. Who does that sound like? Who, who wanted to be in the place of God? That is in spirit speaking through her. That's not her saying you're going to bow down to me. She's going to die, too, just like the rest of us. How are you going to bow down to somebody that's dead? That is a spirit speaking through her. You will bow down to me. That is Satan speaking through her. Y'all people better wake up, man. This is real, and it's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. Y'all thought it was just a slogan or something they were saying that this is the new normal. The new normal is that Satan has been let loose. Well, not let loose, not not for not in those terms, but he's he's roaming he's roaming to and fro. He and his workers. Okay? That's that's the new normal. You can see every day how much more evil this world is getting. And this person right here is telling you who's running the show down here. Last night that y'all were making fun of me. Uh that that's Jesus. That's Jesus. That was Jesus because that's the enemy trying to confuse you. That was not Jesus. This person don't know Jesus. She don't know Yeshua, Hamashiach. She don't know him. She knows Satan, Hasatan, that old serpent, that that great that great dragon. That's who she knows. He gave me everything. He gave me the whole world. He died for me. See?
He gave me everything. He gave me the whole world. What did Satan do to Yeshua? He tempted him 40 days and 40 nights. He took him to the highest peak and said, all of this I will give you if you worship me. This lady sold her soul. And I pray, I don't know the schematics of this. I don't know if she can get it back. But pray for her. Pray for her. As true believers and Christians, we're supposed to pray for our enemies. We're supposed to pray for everybody. For God does not want to, he, God does not want to see anyone perish. His will is not to see anyone perish, but for everyone to have everlasting life. But it's on you. He gave you free will. And if you're watching this and you agree with her, then I pray for you too. I don't condemn you because I have no power to condemn you. I don't want that power. I'm just a servant. And I'm doing my best to serve the most high God, Yahweh. I'm, I'm doing my best to serve, to, to, sp uh, to serve and spread the gospel of Yeshua, the, the good news, the gospel. Okay? And it's like, uh, like uh, uh, later, but it, 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 it's like John 3, 17 through 18, that speaks of being condemned. It says, those who do not believe, well, th those who believe in the Son are not condemned. But those who do not believe on the only begotten son are condemned already because they don't believe. It's something so simple and so many people are going to perish because of pride, because of what their friends may say or this and that. Man, it's. I, I tell you guys, wake up. But so now I raised him back to life and restored him. So now he's coming back soon and he's. Oh, I can't watch no. I can't listen no more. It is. She restored him back to life. What? What? She restored. You heard it. This is the enemy speak, man. Look, man. As 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 some of our merch says, game over. Lives remaining zero. This is your only life. You ain't got no more remaining. Okay, not here. Game over. Don't be condemned. I'm telling you now. Look, man. I can't watch no more. So, anywho, okay. <laughs> All right, so moving on to uh, something a little less, uh, <laughs> a little less condemning for some folks. We're going to move on to our last article, our last report of the day. This comes from borderreport.com. 300,000 have unlawfully crossed the border between San Diego and Tijuana in 2023. The head of Mexico's National Institute of Migration in Baja, California, said that more than 300,000 immigrants have crossed the border unlawfully from Tijuana into San Diego, uh, into the San Diego area this calendar year. David Perez Te Tejada, Tejada, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Tejada, T-E-J-A-D-A. ADA, 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 said that on average, anywhere from 1,000 to 1,200 crossings are taking place every day from the ocean to the mountains, 70 miles to the east. In addition to the higher number of crossings between Baja California and California, Perez Tejada says illegal crossings near Yuma, Arizona, and the Mexicali Desert have also gone up. We are starting to have joint operations with our counterparts in the state of Sonora to keep migrants from going into the U.S. in that area, he said. Meantime, Enrique Lucero, director of Tijuana's Migrant Affairs Office, says his department has noticed unlawful ventures into the U.S. have gone up by 50% since 2022. 
The number of irregular crossings is triple the number of people legally crossing the border with a CBP-1 app, says Lucero. Let's remember last year, there were organizations arranging for about 200 appointments per day. Now there are 400 people crossing with the CBP-1. Like the U.S. or like U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Lucero is warning migrants to refrain from crossing the border, especially now that a storm is hitting the region, bringing colder temperatures and rain to the mountains east of San Diego, where many illegal crossings are taking place. He is also asking migrants to remain patient while they wait for a CBP-1 app to cross the border. Lucero says it's too dangerous to rely on smugglers who often force asylum seekers to scale the 30-foot barriers along the border. This year, 28 migrants have lost their lives falling from border fences. Last year, we had 42. Now, the reason I bring up this topic, the reason this is an important discussion for today is because we have to, what are we doing about our country, right? Now, look, before people want to go and call me a racist or a bigot or this and that, whatever you want to call me, look, one is not going to bother me because I know who I am. I may not know how to word exactly what I'm trying to say or how I truly feel at times, but no, it's pure, okay? There's an old saying, you got to take care of home first. Now, again, it says 300,000 have unlawfully crossed the border, and that's just between San Diego, San Diego and Tijuana. We're not talking about any other ports of entry all along the border. How is this affecting our country? Well... Look at our economic state for one right now, okay? High inflation, our dollar's still not worth much, not worth it pretty much anything. We have people in this country, we have veterans that are homeless, veterans that need medical care and help. We have families that are still being impacted from the CV19er that were laid off from jobs or that that been fired because they, they couldn't go to work. They could not leave their home. They were unlawfully detained to their home. I say unlawfully because at the end of the day, God's in complete control. There's been many plagues and outbreaks, and there will be more to come. But we can't restrict the movement of the people in the name of saving the world. And I don't mean to sound insensitive to anyone that lost any family member or loved one due to the CV-19er. I do not mean to come off or sound insensitive, but we cannot lock down this, this nation because of a sickness of a virus. Especially, you know, when we have people like Bill Gates telling us that the next one will be 10 times worse. <sighs> That's a whole different topic for discussion for another day. But. The total number, let me see if I can find this really quick Why? while I have this up. But, um, I mean, who knows the total number that has come in into, uh, into this country. And it is affecting us. I'm sorry, I can't multitask. It's affecting us in, mul in many ways that we, wow, that we, 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 we probably can't see you know, right now, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people see what the future beholds. But here I just typed in the total number of migrants into the U.S. in 2023. It says in October 2023, it shows 46.9 million migrants, 16 and older. And our analysis of the public use data shows an additional 2.6 migrants under 16 
for a total foreign-born population of 49.5 million people. How, how are we going to sustain? How do we provide medical care for these people? How do we provide jobs for these people? How do we provide a living for these people? Now remember, now see here, 46.9 million, 16 and older. Out of those, how many are males only? There's been a huge influx of what we call MAMS in the Marine Corps or in the military. MAMS, military-age males. From plenty of countries that we are enemies with. Afghanistan, China has had a huge influx. Um, I read somewhere, I forget exactly where, but it's a while ago. There's a general or someone, a top Chinese official that owns a bunch of land in Texas. And all of these MAMS when they come through the border, are going straight to this land that is owned hundreds and hundreds of acres. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Red Dawn, but the way things are going, we ain't going to have to face a Red Dawn when they're already here. Anybody be parachuting in the sky? A lot of people want to say, oh, you know, it can't happen to America. Look at it happened in 9-11. Now, that was, now, that was when we didn't have as far as a bigger, as, as big of an issue as we do now at the border, right? We have millions of people illegally coming in. Who, some people want to say, oh, no, they're just seeking asylum. I covered a story on uh, another channel, my gun channel. An asylum seeker, okay, who came here and was given citizenship, ambushed three cops at a traffic stop. An asylum seeker. Now we can't blame the whole tree for one bad apple. Okay, but we can we can categorize in a sense. We can say, okay, you know, certain people from certain regions that we know hate us, and we're letting them in illegally. Well, not letting them in illegally. That okay, they're coming illegally. We can't say that they're all good. We can't say that they're all bad, but we can't say they're all good, especially coming from countries that hate us. That scream infidels, that scream kill the West, destroy the West, people that want to destroy us. This is a huge concern and issue that we have to confront head on. We have to gain control of our border. Our future, our children's future, rely on it. I'm sorry, you know, not sounding in sense, not, not intentionally coming off to sound insensitive, but this is something that we have to address. It's something we have to get get in order yesterday. It's 46.9 million people. That's a lot of people. You have Americans struggling. Americans losing homes. Americans that 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 have to go work three, four jobs, two, three jobs just to provide, just to get by. Americans that pay their taxes just for their tax money to be sent to Crane, okay, and help them with their war, who's going to help us? Nobody. The feds have shown that they're, they're not going to help us. 
They gave you $1,200 stimulus checks when they shut down the country. $1,200 don't even pay most people's rent, let alone a mortgage. What's $1,200 going to do? But yet they want to say, leave the borders open, let them come in. Well, now the left is, they're, 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 they're seeing the effects of it uh, because they're coming to their states. But, you know, this is the problem that we're having with the border. It needs to be secure. It needs to be controlled. I don't really want to hear from you, I don't, anyone that says different. Because you're not looking at the totality of the circumstances. You're not looking at the bigger picture. You're not taking care of home. And to those that are, that are fine with the border being wide open, this is what I say to you. Open your doors and take in at least three, take in a family. And if there's no family you can take in, take in some of the single immigrants coming in. Because there's a huge number. The number is much higher. I, I can't find it right now. See if I can. No, it's not on Border Patrol. I saw it somewhere else. There was a graph. The number of single immigrants coming into the country is way, way higher than the number of families coming in. So I say to you, open your doors, give them a room and board, feed them, take care of them, and you entrust them with your care and your well-being. Hey, this has been another episode of the S&S Podcast with your host, RP3. Again, be sure to check out our website at thesspodcast.castos.com. That is thesspodcast.castos.com. We are also on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon uh, Music at thesspodcast.com. Uh, that is the S, the and signed, spodcast.com. Also, be cool to check out our website at shilohandsaint.com where, where you can get some cool faith-based merch. As you see here, this design is actually no longer available. Uh, this was the uh, Game Over, not fake news design. On the back, I'll try to spin around. You can see it's got John 3, 17 through 18 uh, speaking about being condemned. Oh, before we go, I want to kind of do this now. A little word of the day. So this comes from Luke chapter 14, verse 10 through 11. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place so that when he who invited you comes up may say to you, friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. Listen, we are all at our lowest points. We are born into our lowest points. We are born sinners. But Christ came and shed his blood that we may be called up higher with him, that we may be friends of him in the life to come. So I say to you, uh, repent, pray, give your life, your trust, your fears, everything. Give it over to Christ. Again, this has been <laughs> RP3, your host with the SNS podcast. Be sure to check us out on our social media. Uh, Instagram is the SNS podcast. The uh, our website, shilohandsaint.com. Get you some cool merch, faith-based merch. We have some new releases that I think you guys will like. And uh, check us out again at thessspodcast.castos.com. It's been great. Love you guys. Talk to you later.